It's 1224. All our interviews brought to you by Aaron's Auto Center in Marion. We're now joined live on the phone line from Washington, D.C. with the United States Congressman Mike Bost. Mike, thanks for the time. Thanks, Mayor, and thanks for having me on, Will. I appreciate it. So uh, within the last 20 minutes, uh, Twitter has lit up with your name as you uh, were had some things to say to Congressman Gates from Florida. As this, yeah, uh, So floor is yours. Tell us uh, what's going on. Well, let me explain to you right now. We're trying to work and negotiate in good faith uh, to try to uh, come up with, the, to, to, to answer the concerns of those that aren't voting for Kevin McCarthy. And, and, and I will tell you that progress has occurred where we're counting votes right now, but he is now up to 214. Uh, the question is, will we get to the 217 required? If you would normally take 218, but 217, because we one of the Democrats uh, before swearing in passed away, therefore it's only 217, the amount of votes we need. But somehow of the other group, that was seven that did not vote for him, we could get three more uh, of them. Uh, or something has, else has to happen, which would, could be that other people on the Democrat side of the aisle uh, go home or anything like that. We'll see how that plays out. That being said, frustrations are, are flying high around here, and I have no problem with um, people getting up to give their opinions and um, to give their opinions and also uh, to nominate who they want to nominate, and that's the process. Right, understand this, because you don't have a speaker, you have to be under the rules of the governing of the House is under the clerk, and the clerk mentioned, you know, and recognizes people for the nomination. Kevin McCarthy had already been nominated today. Uh, Matt Gates got up, was not clear who he was going to nominate, but he started in bad-mouthing uh, and talking very severely uh, about uh, Kevin McCarthy, not directing his comments to the chair, and it kept up. And I stood up to voice a point of order and directed it so he knew why I was directing it that way. And I said, Madam Chair, uh, or Madam Clerk, uh, the gentleman is not and has not mentioned the name of who he is nominating. Instead, he is going on personalities. And Madam Chairman, he is out of order. And at which time she did gavel him down and say, you have to direct your, uh, to, the, to the chair. You know, everybody's getting a little heated, obviously. Um, the frustration was there, but I think the point of order was taken. And um, so that's part of the process. Uh, I think a few people saw that I was frustrated, but I was frustrated at the fact that proper procedures were not being followed. Now, we will continue to work to try to get the votes we need for uh, the Speaker, and I think we'll have them in, in time, in time. Now, understand, you know, a lot of people, because we've never seen this in our life, it's been 100 years since we've had to do this, but it's not the first time we've had to do it, and by golly, even the votes that we've taken so far, we're a long way from the most votes ever taken. I think the most votes ever taken were, were 133, and so we are this was our 12th vote that fell just short of having a speaker. Now, what's the concerns of not having a speaker? Well, you do understand that since noon on the 3rd, we do not have any member of Congress sworn in, which means that one of our governing branches does not exist, which is a very dangerous time and a frustrating time in the fact that we can't get busy on doing the things that we want to do, which is secure the border. Uh, defund those, uh, those, all those IRS agents, 
all the oversight committees. My case of getting the Veterans Committee turned up, we can't do that because we're not, we don't have members to fill the committees or the people to be put in the committees, even for Republican or Democrat, to take care of. Now, those are frustrating in themselves, and it's a shame for the American people, but the danger of the American people is this. Understand that Intel Committee, though there are members that know they're on the Intel Committee, cannot go to the SCIF, which is the, the room where they get their information to make their decisions. They cannot even get in to get the information of what's going on in other countries to be prepared because they don't have a security clearance because they're not a sworn member of Congress. These are the problems that we're facing right now. Hopefully we can get to re- resolve this issue of getting a speaker. And when we get the speaker, we're not done yet because we still got a lot of business to get done the rest of the day. We're, we won't leave here until we get the, the, the you know, get, get committee started in the right direction and, and start doing the people's business. Congressman Bost, one reporter on Twitter had quoted you as saying, Matt, this isn't going to bring anybody on to your side. Is that not an accurate quote from your... No, that is not. No, that's not accurate at all. All, okay. of my comments, all of my comments were directed not at him at all, at all. It, my, all of my comments were very vocal to the clerk because, because I knew I couldn't talk directly to him. Okay. I, my, my statement was he was out of order. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure I clarified. Yeah, yeah. Clarified that. Didn't even direct anything at him direct and didn't mention his name. I just referred to him as a gentleman. Are are you at all concerned that the concessions that have been made are too many uh, in order to get Kevin McCarthy the votes he needs, or is that just how the you know bargaining process is working out? So, so let me let me tell you some things that, that have been done. Okay. First off, there's a lot of rumors out there. We cleared those up this morning. No one is being offered a gavel, okay? No one is being offered a gavel. Um, they're, they're, the commitment is, is that there will be members from all the different groups on committees. Well, he's going to have to do that anyway with the short amount of uh, people that we have. And the only other issue that's out there is the, the vote to vacate the chair. They went from, we went from five to one. And you think, oh, that's terrible. One person, Republican or Democrat, can get up and move to vacate the chair. You do understand that that has been in the House rules since 1912 up until the time Nancy Pelosi took over. Is exactly the language that we put back in at their request. I don't think it was a bad request. I think it's, if, if that's the way the House has been governed over the years, now, will it cause the opportunity or maybe somebody radical on the right or radical on the left to shut the process down? Yes, if they want to do that, I guess they can. But you've got to understand that our constituents sent us here to do the work of the people. Now, you can say, you know, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But that's one of the main rules that's been uh, brought up and everything like that. United States Congressman Mike Bost with us. Uh, You suspect there'll be another vote today? Yes, I really do. Yeah, matter of fact, because and here's why. Uh, If if we go uh, to negotiate off the floor, we that we first have to get enough votes together to adjourn. And there's a, such a close balance in the power, the Democrats don't want us to adjourn. So, and, and it isn't a journey that we're not doing our business. It's a journey so that we can continue to negotiate with the members that still need to, yeah, to be involved to understand why they're voting for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, so it's all a good faith effort. So, but, but today there will be more votes. There will be, and, and, and matter of fact, get the, and I want your listeners to understand this. Even during those votes, 
people are being talked to to try to get them to come over, okay? So even if we're in the middle of a vote and it turns out exactly like this last vote did, that it isn't that we're just sitting here and continuing to vote, continue to vote, continue to vote. There are conversations, sidebar conversations. And let me tell you this. When we talk about the negotiations, Kevin McCarthy himself is not negotiating uh, with the with people. There are key people from key committees that are talking to them. Uh, Tom Emmer, who's the whip, he has been working it. Uh, uh, Guy Rosenthaler. Uh, he is uh, from the Rules Committee. He has been working very, very hard to, to get people to yes. Patrick McHenry, who is from financial side, is working very hard uh, to try to explain to people, to find out where they are, why our rules are written the way they are, any concerns somebody might have with the rules, to try to get these answers to them. And it is. And, and here's the thing, and, and this came up earlier today while we were actually in a, in a conference call, and that is, you know, Here's what the people need to understand. Most people don't see this because the negotiations and everything like that are done when a new speaker is going to be elected, um, and it's done off the floor and in back rooms and where people can't see. Well, this is a process where everybody knows what the negotiations are. There's no backroom stuff going on. And how many times we heard there's two things that, you don't want to watch being made because both of them ruin the taste, and that's sausage and law. And in this case, this is how democracy works as you negotiate with these members that they find comfort in the fact that they feel that they have a power as an individual member, which sometimes with a more with a stronger majority, they might have those rules, take that power taken away from them. Now they're going to have it. So the American people are getting the opportunity to watch it. And it's not always pretty, but it's still the best government out there, and it's still the best nation to live in. I think Teddy Roosevelt or someone said that, uh, you know, the country, the government in America is the worst kind of government there is, except for all the other kinds of government. That's and, exactly right. <laughs> and so um, one final uh, question for you, then we'll let you go. Are you at all concerned that this has created fodder for Democrats to use to say, you know, Republicans can't govern? Well, right now, um, they are able to say that Republicans can't govern. But I think by the work, us working this out, because remember, there is some a lot more heavier things than this coming down the pipe. You know, we've got a debt ceiling issue. We have to try to balance the budget and show long term how we're going to do that. We have to secure our border. All of these things are not easy either. But we already have shown by working together like this that a majority of us, a large majority of us, can pull together to get in the right direction. And so, yeah, right now, this week, Democrats are going to say what they got to say. But And I know that, that our own Republican voters are frustrated because they say, well, it's not what we wanted to send you there to do. We wanted to see you get something done. Well, I think by the time it's said and done, you'll be real happy with the product. Congressman Boss, I appreciate you shoehorning us into your schedule today very much. Thank you well, for thank your time. You. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. United States Congressman Mike Boss joining us from Washington. We'll take the uh, second break of the day, and we'll be back uh, with Illinois State Representative David Severin right after this.